Near the end of the first century, an 80-plus-year-old man was banished to a 13-square-mile island in the Aegean Sea, 158 miles, nautical miles, that is, from the Greek coast. He was guilty of preaching the gospel. His name was John. Before banishment, the Romans often flogged or beat the accused. According to Tertullian, who lived only decades after John, he was initially plunged into boiling oil. Uh, But after surviving this ordeal, he was subsequently banished for a period of one to three years over there on Patmos. Imagine trying to kill these guys and they won't die. It it just must be frustrating to be a Roman in those days. I, John, both your brother and companion in the tribulation and kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, was on the island that is called Patmos for the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. I looked and behold a door standing open in heaven and the first voice which I heard was like a trumpet speaking with me saying, come up here, I will show you things which must take place. After this, one thing John was shown about the future was a cashless global system of commerce. He described it this way Both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, will receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, and no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Doesn't that sound more than a little like Amazon One payment system? I mean, you know, I'm not saying that Amazon One, uh, you know, is the mark of the beast. Uh, Jeff Bezos could be the Antichrist, for all I know, but just kidding. Pastor says, no, I'm not predicting anything. Although I do try and add up the letters of his name. No, I'm not doing that either. But anyway, (laughs) the point is, John, I mean, think about The reason I went into that introduction is, think of John centuries ago on the island of Patmos, you know, where uh, he... Was maybe mining salt. They had salt mines there because uh, salt was important in those days, and they actually paid soldiers with salt. Uh, and then you, he, he gets on this island, he has these visions, and he sees what's happening or something very much like what's happening today in our society, which is kind of new. Uh, you know, the first PC wasn't available until like 1975, and, and that was one you wouldn't have bought. Uh, and the, the internet didn't really happen until about 1991 as far as public use to it. And so it's, it's been like this long in history that something like this is possible after all the years that have preceded. But John saw something like this. And that's why we talk about prophecy each week because we believe there's a stage setting going on for the great tribulation that's coming. Uh, governments are pushing for global cashless economy. It makes sense for the government because it gives them a great measure of control over its citizens. FedNow is here. That was the July announcement made by our federal government. One article said, FedNow is the Federal Reserve's new instant payment service that will enable customers at participating banks and credit unions to send and receive money within seconds, 24-7 and every day. You'll be able to compete with payments, uh, to complete payments or transfers on weekends, holidays, after banks, business hours, etc. I miss the days when you could float a check. <laughs> I, I don't mean I'm a criminal, but you know, you'd, you'd say, "Well, I don't have the money in my, the bank yet because I don't get paid till tomorrow." But they can't cash the check until the day after tomorrow, so I'm clean, right? Can't do that anymore. Now they come and they arrest you for it. I don't know, but anyway. Some of you kids are like, what's he talking about? Is that when Fred Flintstone was on? But anyway. 
So FedNow is, is a, basically a, a government program to, to, that handles your money, whatever you want to do, whatever transaction you want to do. We really are on this verge of a global, completely cashless economy that will be accessed by some kind of personal biometric identifier. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., I don't know whether he's a Catholic. I'm, I don't think he's a born-again Christian. I don't think he's a prophecy student. But he calls this trend, quote, the slippery slope to financial slavery and political tyranny. And you know what? That's an extreme statement, but I think you can see how it's true. Because once the government controls all of your money, uh, or once it's all digital and you have to go through one of those systems, they can do whatever they want. Down in Southern California, uh, I know we have bad air quality days here, but we would have smog days, right? Uh, they didn't care about the, you know, the agriculture. It was all smog. Uh, and, you know, sometimes in San Bernardino, it was like breathing, a it was like being behind a bus all the time and, and having, you know, their exhaust come into your car. And, and so they would have these smog days and they would just warn people, you know, that it's going to be bad. Well, you know, they actually have the technology now. They're not doing it, but they will. They have the technology to say, hey, the air quality is bad. We think cars are doing it. And so this half of the population, you don't drive today. Uh, and if you do, we know it, and, you know, we're, we're going to fine you and, and just deduct it right out of your digital account. Uh, you know, a lot of weird things like this are happening already. Uh, or they'll just, if you have an electric car, much easier, because they can just shut your electric car off uh, remotely, and you can't get it back on. Uh, I had a hard time just changing my battery the other day. I'm, there's no way I'm going to be able to figure out how my electric car turns back on, right? And so the government loves this kind of stuff. And once they control our money, it's, it's going to be rough. It's going to be a tough time. And that may happen before, we get into, you know, before we're taken out uh, and the Great Tribulation begins. And so uh, I'm just here to you know, give you encouragement. Uh, <laughs> Jesus proclaimed that the kingdom promised to Israel had come. When the nation's leadership rejected Jesus as their king, he went to heaven. The physical kingdom on earth that he was talking about went on standby. We now live in the church age. It began on the day of Pentecost after Jesus rose from the dead. It precedes the time of Jacob's trouble that we call the seven-year great tribulation, which you can read all about in the Revelation chapters 6 through 18. The tribulation will not begin until something fantastic happens. The Lord said he would return for us, for his church, raising the dead in Christ and catching up or rapturing living believers who are waiting for him. He promised his church age believers, I will keep you from the hour of trial which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. The resurrection and rapture of the church is always imminent. That means it could happen at any moment. We expect it at any moment, and it ignites and excites our passion for the Lord. Are you ready for the rapture? If not, get ready. Stay ready. Keep looking up. Ready or not, Jesus is coming.